0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the same 24 hours podcast. So glad you're joining me. Today's guest is Omar Pinto. And before I talk about how awesome he is, we just had an awesome conversation. It was so much fun. He urged me to put an ad (laughs) in front of my podcast Um, And for those of you who listen, you know I don't do ads. I'm trying to. I'm going to start monetizing this podcast. But he urged me to put an ad in the front of his episode (laughs) about my coaching, that I coach people. I coach people in sport. I coach people in life and in career. That's how I make my living. I don't talk about it that much, but that is, that's what I do. I don't make money from the podcast, right? Being an author is exactly as poor as it sounds, um, but I do. I, I coach women mostly. I have coached a few men, um, but I, I coach, I do life coaching. I help you get out of your own way. I specialize in helping you get out of your own way because I have been the biggest uh, problem in my own way for years and years and years. And I have learned a few things. And I coach in the in the um, spirit of my book, The Year of No Nonsense. And we use that as sort of the the backbone for the coaching. But yeah, so there you go. <laughs> there is my own ad. I coach. If you're interested, send me an email. You can go to my website, swimbikemom.com, and click on contact and send me send me a note about coaching. So there you go. I hope you're happy, Omar. <laughs> Today's guest is Omar Pinto. He is a coach who specializes in helping people get out of their own way. Also, you're going to love him. He he does a number on me, so you may be interested in hiring him as a coach as uh, as well. Okay, so he helps individuals identify the major pain points in their lives and break free from their past. He has over 15 years experience in addiction recovery and combined with other personal development and emotional healing work. He is over, I believe he said 20 years sober. So very cool. Very cool. Um, if you're struggling with emotional distress, distress, feel unfulfilled in your life, overwhelmed, etc., talk to Omar. OmarPinto.com is his website. You're going to love him. He's so great. Uh, he also has a podcast called The Share Recovery Podcast. S-H-A-I-R, share. And uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. We had a great, fun conversation. He's totally engaging, a lot of fun and brought a lot of value, a lot of value in this conversation. So take care, everyone. Enjoy the show. And please do me a favor, rate, subscribe, and share it on whatever platform you enjoy your podcast. Here we go. Hi, and welcome to the same 24 Hours Podcast. I'm Meredith Atwood, author of the book, The Year of No Nonsense. I'm a former attorney turned writer, speaker, and Ironman triathlete. Although, right now, all I really like to do is lift weights. We all have the same 24 hours, but it's what we do in those hours that leads to our greatest health, happiness, and success. It's my goal to crack the code on a life of less nonsense so we can all make the most of our 24 hours. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Same 24 Hours Podcast. I'm Meredith Atwood, your cruise director, <laughs> as usual. I like um, that. Very ex- <laughs> I've been saying that like every episode, and everyone's like, oh, it's really not funny anymore, but I can't think of anything else. Your ship captain. Here I am. But welcome. Omar Pinto is here. How are you, friend?
1: I am doing fantastic. Meredith, thank you for having me. I'm stoked. I'm very
0: excited. I'm excited to speak to you. So let me tell everyone who you are, but I want you to tell everyone who you are, because I like it when people get their own bios. <laughs> so introduce yourself. Who are you? And let's let's get the get the scoop, the backstory. Okay.
1: Uh, Well, there's a lot. We even talked about this on on your interview. Like when I read off your bio, it's like, "Wow, is it really all that?" Does it is
0: (laughs) Is this for real? Is this
1: for real? It just feels so. uh, You know, I just want to say that you know, uh, what is it? I'm I'm married, I have two kids, and uh, you know, I like
0: cookies.
1: I like cookies, something like that, right? (laughs) That'll Uh, work. Yeah, that'll work. So, yeah, me too. I'm I'm married. Uh, I'm also divorced. Uh, I've got a 17 year old daughter with my first wife. I've got 17 years in, uh, recovery from drugs and alcohol. Uh, I'm a life coach. I'm a recovery coach. Um, I live in Costa Rica.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. uh,
1: Right. (laughs) Right. I live in Costa. I've been here for 20 years. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I'm on the personal development journey, that has led me to Meredith. Uh, but I guess, I guess more importantly, more than anything, um, I'm a seeker, right? Mm. And so I'm constantly seeking. I'm trying to constantly evolve. I'm constantly trying to be a, a better human being, um, which allows me to be a better coach, a better community leader, a better husband, a better father, better friend.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I find when I am looking for answers for myself. <laughs> i'm so much better equipped to help other people i'm so much better equipped to put my money where my mouth is and live accordingly like that's part of the reason that i put everything out there because it helps me stay accountable to be a coach it's very it does Maybe my reasons are all wrong, but I'm still doing
1: it. It does help. Oh, and I forgot yeah. to say that most people would probably recognize me from the Share Podcast. Yes, Share so Podcast. The Share that's, Podcast. That's where it all kind of stemmed from. And I don't give I don't give the podcast enough credit because no. if it wasn't, I've been doing the podcast for five years now, um, and if it wasn't for the podcast, I wouldn't be a coach. You know, I wouldn't have my online community. I wouldn't be on this call with you. So it all started when I. I took a chance on myself and launched this podcast, The Share Podcast, spelled S-H-A-I-R. And The Share Podcast is a recovery podcast where I interview people who have battled with addiction, have come out the other side, they give their beautiful, inspiring journey of recovery, and I've met just the most amazing people, and it's opened up so many doors for me. Uh, So I don't give it enough credit. So I, I need to give my podcast some kudos
0: yeah let's let's pat the podcast on the back so you were 12 years sober when you started the podcast what yep. led you to like what about 12 years made you think okay now i'm going to start talking about it in a public forum like a podcast or, or what kind of led you to start the podcast
1: i was i was lost i was in a place where i was um Open and vulnerable and curious because I was stuck. I guess that's the Mm -hmm. best way to describe it. There was something about, you know, my my journey into personal development started in twelve step recovery, Uh, narcotics anonymous in particular, uh, and then over to alcoholics anonymous. So I spent the first ten plus years in twelve step recovery, and when I met my wife, um, she was into just every type of personal development and spiritual practices and certifications. And she was taking Reiki and um, acupressure and she's a yoga instructor. And like, there's all these things that she was doing. Um, She's also, um, she's also has a master's degree in business finance. So that's like (laughs) what she does. She's always like, it's like, you know, it's funny how you describe me as this kind of like woo 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 -woo wanderer, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But you know, I pay the bills here. You know what I mean. So she's she's the primary breadwinner, right? So i I need to I need to you know honor the fact that you know she's got right. she's wicked smart <laughs> and she's. You know, she works for Citibank and so... Not, the, not to
0: discount the woo-woos, but she can discount be woo-woo, the woo-woo and, you know, extremely well, that's successful the as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, she's got her full-time gig, but then she's got all these other stuff that's on the side yeah. and, I, and I was like, I was stuck. Why aren't I evolving? Why aren't I growing?
0: Where's and my side hustle?
1: <laughs> where's my side hustle? And so I became very passionate about podcasting. I had... Once I started listening to them, I, I started listening to them addictively. It was an it was an hour commute, mm. uh, both ways. So I was like, I've got time. I could be feeding my brain with information. So right. I started listening to podcasts. I was listening to Entrepreneur on Fire in particular, and uh, John Lee Dumas on there was talking about his course called Podcasters Paradise, um, which. I also now, I just recently launched a podcast course myself to teach hmm. people how to launch podcasts. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I mean, it's like, guess what? I learned how to do it. And there's people that are always asking me, how'd you do it? I'm like, okay, well, I'll put together a course but to let's, teach people yeah, how to let's, do
0: it. Let's know why you really did it. Because you got tired of the, hey, Omar, can I pick your brain? <laughs> there's, like, a part, there's, a there, there's a course for There's a
1: course right here, right? And I get that
0: too. Can I pick your brain on how to start a podcast? Nope. Yeah. uh,
1: Yeah. It all depends on who it is too. Right. Right. Of course. Otherwise I'm like, here, watch this video.
0: (laughs) It's it's too much to explain. And then this, but that's awesome. You started a course. Good. Good for you. I will refer people to your course.
1: (laughs) Set me up with an
0: affiliate link so I can make $2 and 50 cents a referral.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm pretty sure I have that in there. So, (laughs) so really I started, I, I, I was so inspired by what he was doing and so um, you know, addicted to podcasts. I'm like, dude, I'm going to start my own podcast. I'm going to join this. I'm going to do this thing. So uh, you know, I, I paid for the course um, and it took me a year right, to figure out what I was going to do the podcast on. Um, now, prior to this, I had not been introduced to the concept of imposter syndrome. I didn't know mm. what <laughs> imposter syndrome was until I started listening to the podcasts and entrepreneurs talking about imposter syndrome and going, oh, I have that. I have that. I
0: have, I have that. that. Oh my God, <laughs> I
1: have that. Oh, it's all making sense now. I'm a fraud. That's what it is. Oh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I have that line in my book. I was a fraud. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: I'm pretty sure everyone <laughs> on the planet has this syndrome as well. That's why we have jobs but
0: because people won't
1: admit it. Yeah, no, <laughs> Not it's or they don't, or, it. or you don't even know you have it, right? It's right. like I I just, you know, go Get an education, you know, with that education, go get a job, you know, and then work your way up the ladder in that job, right? And then you do all these things that, you know, were programmed into our minds to believe that this is what we have to do. And then one day you're like, well, you know, I want to do my own thing, but... (laughs) You know, I'm not qualified to do, to do anything, anything right?
0: So, <laughs> I and, have and no it's no like, life experience, no advice, no.
1: right? Right, we're all so, very, yeah, I get it. So, it helped me tremendously. So, I'll, you know, just I'll caveat by saying, you know, for those of you listening, um, if you don't know what to do, go listen to podcasts, <laughs> right? Go listen to, go listen, go go to YouTube and type in things that you're interested in and allow someone else to feed you information especially entrepreneurship because personal development and entrepreneurship is really kind of free from dogma free from programming free from absolutes it really gives you like a buffet of <laughs> options of what you could do because what it what it what it asks you to do what it encourages you to do is to be curious and ask yourself Hey, what is it that I'm passionate about? What is it that I love to do? Um, And so I remember one day when I I I couldn't figure out what I was going to do on my podcast, and I'm listening to Gary Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk, and uh, he's got this book called Crush It. And I was listening to it on. I don't read, so I listen. Okay, so that's how I absorb audio. I mean, uh, books. And so I'm driving to work. I still remember what time of day it was. I remember the weather, right? I'm driving to work. I'm listening to Crush It. And he gets to this part in the book where he says, forget about making money. Forget about making money. Find something that you are passionate about, that you are great at, or that you are at least really good at. Something that you can do regardless of whether you make money or not. Okay. And then double down on that. Become an expert on what you're already good at. Stop trying to become good at stuff that you're not good at. So many people spend their whole lives trying to become good at things that they don't even enjoy just because they Mm. think they're supposed to be doing it.
0: And I was like,
1: oh my God. Oh my God. I'm launching a podcast on recovery. That's done. I could talk yeah. about recovery all day long. I've been doing it for 10 years. It's the only thing I'm an expert at. Right? That's right? what I had convinced myself. You know, I'm, that's the only thing I'm an expert at. It's the only thing I've been doing for over 10 years. That was true. Okay. I <laughs> yeah. I'd managed to do <laughs> for that consistent amount of time, right? That's um, a big and-
0: one. That I mean, is a big one. A it big is. One. Yeah. It is.
1: And it turned out to be a really big one because yeah. uh, when I made that commitment to start the podcast um, and I talked to my wife about it and she's like, I love it. I think it's fantastic. It's, it's like who you are. Right. Um, and so her and I, you know, came up with the name, the share podcast at the time. It meant sharing helps addicts in recovery. Uh, but I changed it to sharing helps all in recovery. 'Cause not just addicts. I think oh, that yeah. sharing, being vulnerable, being open, it helps everyone. And for many of us that are in the twelve step community, you know, there's this kind of idea where we we've adopted was wow, if everyone worked the twelve steps, if everyone had a place to come and share openly and vulnerably about what's going on in their lives, it could really help everyone. Right and 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 really, that's the the you know um, the truth for for all of us is if you can get to a place or into a community of individuals where you can talk about your life, what's what where you're struggling, where you what you're afraid of, uh, what your concerns are, you're going to get feedback from people, assuming that they're you know the right people for you, you know, your, your tribe, your crew, your people, find them, share with them. And you're going to, you're going to get answers that an insight that you never, never really expected, you know? So, you know, moving into becoming a, you know, launching the podcast and then starting to interview people and meeting people that I'd never met before. And then this is what we're doing. We're having these conversations and opening up, doorways to possibilities and um, experiences and knowledge that, you know, I could have been, I could maybe spend my whole life trying to find this information, but within the context of a conversation, I get some like amazing gold nuggets that boom, I broadcast out into, you know, the, the, the radio waves of the world. And guess what? Now here we are, you and I on this call because of all that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you raised such a great point. I mean, Gary Vee, he's always talk about soundbite, truth bombs. That man's got some. But yeah, I was actually talking to a client yesterday who has this great business idea and she's all about business, 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 and she has a day job. And so what you had said about Gary Vee is I had asked her, I said, would you do this for free? because she's trying to figure out how to leverage it right to get out of the day job. And that question stopped, you know, stumped her for a minute. And I said, okay, well, if you would do it for free, then you should be doing it for free right now. (laughs) Like (laughs) right now let's do it now. And you know, I'm all about the side hustle until you can pivot into the full hustle. Um, But it is that question of would you do whatever you dream of doing for free? Um, And because that's probably what you're good at. We like the things we do the things we're we're good at for free every day. If you, you like to play basketball, I mean no one's got you a basketball you know, it's so I love that. I love that approach. And and you had the wherewithal to be like, Hey, I'm good at not drinking today. I'm yeah. run with that <laughs> Woohoo. You and know, it's great. And,
1: yeah. And you know, I charge to be a coach now, but I did it for free for over ten years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, coaching, mentoring, sponsorship, whatever you want to call it. Okay. I would sit one on one with men, and I did this for over ten years. And so, like you said, like is it something that you could do for free? I'm like, I've been doing it for free. And I love doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Is there is there a possibility? Is there a possibility in in the realm of possibilities? Is there a possibility that the thing that I love and the thing that I'm really good at, and the thing that I'm currently doing for free has some sort of financial, you know, uh, payoff somewhere along the line? Is there a way that I could, you know, charge for what it is that I do? And th- that's the big question. But yeah, there's this. There's also the the, the imposter syndrome that gets in the way that goes, well, I need a certification. And I need more time and I need this and I need that. I would, this is how I usually tell people. Cause when they say, well, you know, I don't know. And I said, look, when I first started coaching, I kind of put my coaching program together, like how I was going to do it. Then I reached out to a few of my friends and said, Hey, listen, I'm going to be launching a con, a coaching platform. I'm going to be coaching people one-on-one but I'd love to coach you for free just to kind of work out the butterflies. Okay. And so they're like, Oh heck yeah, for sure, man. Free coaching. (laughs) And you know, it was the best thing that I, I I probably coached like three people for free. That was it. And then I was like, I've been doing this for years. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. I've already been really quickly that you can do it,
0: especially when it's for free. You're like, wait a minute. I can do this. (laughs) Oh,
1: Dude, I got this. I got this. Right. Here's the thing too. Um, and this, this is where, I mean, as far as being an entrepreneur is the cart before the horse, I'd been doing the podcast for close to three years before I launched my coaching platform. Mm. So I had a following. I had a social media presence. You know, I had some social credibility. Right. You know, I, I had and so when people go out and they get their certifications, it's just like anything else. I go and I got my my degree, my my bachelor science degree in whatever. And then I go out <laughs> And I get a job. I go and apply for jobs. Well, what's your experience? Well, I've been in school for the last like six right, yeah, years, I man. No I don't have yeah. no experience. Well, you need to go get some experience first. So now, guess what you have to do? You have to go work for free. Right. You have to go get an internship somewhere. Work for free after you've just spent all this money on an education. It's like wow, this is this is what I've always dreamed
0: of. You know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> he's paying my student loans. Oh, I right. Was paying my student loans. Wow. This is. My course is going to be a high school required course for every state in our nation. It's going to have financial responsibility Mm -hmm. and it's going to teach people what adulting really means. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know how to get that course in school, but I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. It's cart before the horse, all of it.
1: (laughs) It, It's all cart before the horse. So here's the thing. I had no idea, which is, probably the best thing. If you don't know what you're doing and you're doing it anyway, you got a better shot.
0: Yeah, true. And you're not afraid because you don't know you need to be afraid. I'm not (laughs)
1: afraid. I'm doing a podcast that I'm not looking to... I had a day job. Yeah. This is just this fun hobby side hustle that maybe someday we'll do something, right? But in the meantime, I'm just going to have fun. It's just cool to say I have a podcast, right? So let me just run with that. That feels like it's cool. And... Get boom, I just start doing the podcast, and eventually, I figured out what the next step was. So, again, you figure out the thing that's fun for you, the thing that you're excited about, passionate about, you know, and you just go out and you just do it. Ultimately, if you can build some sort of a following, then those people they get to know, like, and trust you. And once people get to know, like, and trust you, they will buy from you because they're like, ah, you know what? I'm looking for this anyway. And I kind of like what, you know, they got going on over here. Let me just try it, right? Let me just see, you know, what have I really got to lose? But if you go at it and you're like, okay, I'm a coach now and I'm going to like, change my Facebook profile. And like, now I'm a coach. And you know, like now I'm like, Boom! I I launch my coaching practice. I'm open for business. (laughs) Crickets.
0: That's hard. Crickets. That's
1: real hard, man. Like hard. It's so much. I mean, like.
0: I don't like to watch it. It it hurts me. I see it, and I'm like, no. (laughs) Say you didn't.
1: (laughs) Right. Like, and then I feel
0: like a judgmental asshole. But it's because of exactly what you're saying. It's it's cart before the horse that's all like you have to have at some point been putting out some th- sort of message content, content mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or value for like years before people want to pay you for anything like they're they're not going to pay you because you went to school no like you know and then even when you do go to school and have 10 years of experience they still don't want to pay you <laughs> um you know, and that's so funny because you mentioned that I have yet to monetize this podcast, and let me tell you why: sheer laziness. Um, literally, I am way too lazy to monetize it, and I should be. Mm. Um, I think sheer sure laziness. Well, it's very strategic because. Um, well, it's the superiority complex too. And here's why, because I'm like, I don't think I don't make you listen to ads on my podcast. So that makes me better than everyone else. But it's really like, so, but it is laziness and it's also imposter syndrome because I feel like to ask people to give me money for something that I've been doing for free (laughs) for almost four years now. I have a problem with that. I don't like to ask people for money. So everyone's like, well, how do you make money? And I'm like, well, I coach people, but I also don't advertise that very well either. I'm like this underground, like, somebody please find value in me. And I've been at this 10 years and it's getting silly. So I have imposter syndrome to a very big (laughs) fault. (laughs) Very big. (laughs) Mine is bad. I have lots of carts and horses and I don't even do anything with them. They're just in the barn. (laughs)
1: You know, awareness is half the battle. I know. So you have this awareness. But here's the thing. I don't do... I have a very strong belief in the universe and the guiding force of the universe. If I was destined... Because I always... I kind of play the tape through. I go, God, I was been doing this podcast for, I don't know how many years and I don't have enough listeners to qualify for some of the big sponsorship deals because yeah. you have to have at least 10,000 downloads per episode for, for sponsors to take you seriously. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, well, I haven't reached those numbers. And so what does that mean about me as a podcaster? So then, then I'm like judging myself, <laughs> right? Like I should be here. I should be there.
0: And then you go down the dark alley and you're like, is this where I buy downloads? (laughs) Because we're addicts, right? We're like, how can we sneak something? We can sneak this, downloads. (laughs) You know, And
1: but here's the thing that I've come to understand about my journey. If I were to, if I would have been an overnight podcast success, where I would have been making all the money I ever dreamed of doing my podcast, I wouldn't have started coaching people. Yeah. I wouldn't have evolved as a human being. I wouldn't have hired a coach. I wouldn't have gotten certified as a coach. I wouldn't have gone through all the work necessary to launch my product, to launch my practice. I would have missed all that. Yeah. And I would have just been this real egocentric, egomaniac, you know, uh, I did it. You know, I, mean, I, I did it, man. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. you little people. That right. I, have me. I mean, I would, I probably would have become a real asshole. And I think that the universe knows the tendency my ego has yeah. to drink the Kool Aid. Oh
0: man, and- I don't like what you're saying. You're right. The universe has probably five more years of lessons to teach me before I can handle five? it. Five. <laughs> I'm in this Five. 10, they say 10 nights, 10 years to an overnight success. It's been 10 and a half. And I probably, I still think like, oh my gosh, if I took off in whatever direction, the book, the podcast, whatever. It's, um, it's, it's
1: <laughs> all of that stuff. So you've got all this stuff <laughs> out there. Okay. Just floating. It's, it's, yeah. But when do I believe in me?
0: Yeah. That's all I, it I'm is. close. I'm close, you know, and, and it, it all comes down to speaking your truth and not worrying about who, who doesn't like you for it. Mm-hmm. And that is new for me because I, in recent events, this is all very new for me. I tried to kind of play middle of the road, like have everyone like me. How does everyone like me? I want everyone to like me. And in recent events, I realized it doesn't matter. <laughs> it matters that the people who like me, like me. But it doesn't matter for the people that don't like me or if they stop liking me because I speak my truth. Um, that means they're kind of bungled up in their own truth. They're having trouble being honest with themselves because I think people that can't speak their own truth have trouble with other people's truths. Right. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're right. It's about having that confidence and who I am. And that's new. I think it's new. So I haven't like you said you wouldn't have been ready. I wouldn't have been ready either. So we'll see.
1: <laughs> have you seen, have you seen the series, the politician? No. Okay. I it highly recommend watching.
0: It. Oh, I need a new series. Thank you. Poli- the it's,
1: Politician. It's brilliant writing. And
0: Thank there's you.
1: always these little, these little gold nuggets that they drop. And so in the beginning of one of the uh, episodes of season two, you know, he's the, the, the main actor. He's playing piano at a bar. He's, he's an incredible singer. Um, and he says, you know, I've been in New York now for I don't know how long. And, you know, I asked somebody here. I said, you know, when do you become a New Yorker? I mean, you know, so I take the subways and I drink this. And, I, you know, he's giving examples of what you do when you're in New York. Right. He says, but when do you actually become a New Yorker? And he says, you become a New Yorker when you say you're a New Yorker, or when you say that you're, when you say that you are, and then you believe that it's true. When uh, you say that you are, and you believe that it's true. And I'm like, that if, oh my God, if people are listening, I bet you there's a lot of people that are listening right now, and they're not even catching it.
0: I'm a New Yorker, or I'm a <laughs> New Yorker. Right.
1: It's when you say that you are and you believe that it's true. It's and not that fake is, it till
0: you make it. It's a, I made it. I'm here. Hello. I'm, I'm an Yorker.
1: entrepreneur because I said it and I believe that it's true. Yeah. I am the best coach on the planet because mm. I say so and I believe that it's true. And I was like, oh, my God, I am using this. This is this is gold. Yeah,
0: this is gold.
1: It is all about the universe. It is all about what comes out of my mouth. Okay. So what comes out of my mouth is attached to a belief system. When I say that I'm the best coach and inside I don't believe it, then it's not true. Mm. but if somewhere inside I believe that what I do, who I am, the experience that I hold, the knowledge that I have, okay, can do what it is that I say that I can do, then it's true. It's really that simple. But getting behind that concept for most people, it's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. (laughs)
0: You're crazy.
1: You're crazy, you crazy, man. man. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm just say that it is. You know, you, right? You know?
0: People don't it's realize so that what we say, our emotions—that is, that is, that is our reality.
1: That is our reality. You say, I, when you yeah. say that you are, and you believe that it's true, mm. and that's everything. And so, when I well, here's what I did, I said, "I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna launch a coaching practice." I, I want to coach some people. Let me coach you. And as soon as I did it a couple of times, what did I do? I believed that it's true. Yeah. And now I'm just really fucking good at it. Right. Period. I, I, period end of story. That's just it. Like, yeah. this, is, this is part of who I am is what I do. And so, and I remember when I launched my my uh, recovery community. So it's twelve dollars a month for a paid membership community. It's a paid recovery community. The recovery community came down on me. Sure, they did. Like like shrieking vultures.
0: How dare you, can't you charge. charge
1: for recovery? Recovery is for free. How'd you pay for that shitty coffee <laughs> in the AM meeting? Oh, we we, we collected contributions. I'm like, dude, I mean, listen, I'm so done with the dogma and the the structure and the, I'm like, look, I'm going to open up a recovery community and I am going to create value in there that is far going it's going to exceed by far $12 a month. And yes, I had a bunch of people jump all over me for the first I don't know how many months. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. And there was a part of me that was like, dude, you knew this was going to happen. God, this <laughs> sucks so bad. Oh, I hate this. Like the PMs and the emails and the, you know, the live posts that they put on there on my wall. And it's like, oh God, I go, how much more of this can I take? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it disappeared. What happened? Where did they go? Where did the naysayers go? Where did the criticism, where did the critics go? I don't know. But I had to believe somewhere in there that what I was doing was the right move. Yeah. And so I'm convinced. I am convinced without a doubt that if you believe in yourself and you believe in a higher power and you believe in what you're doing that you can jump. You can jump and you're going to hit some rocks along the way. Boom. You're going to hit a rock. Boom. You're going to come down. It's going to be like one of those comedies where it's like, oh, <laughs> boom, Ow, <laughs> Ow, boom. And you're going to hit a branch. You know, you're going to hit this, but you're not going to die. Yeah. It's yeah. going to hurt. You're going to take your lumps, but at some point, at some point you're going to land. And you're going to be staring there, looking out at the ocean, sitting on the beach going, I did it. Yeah. Like, I did it. And even though I was terrified of what other people were going to think of me, and I hated the criticism, and I was hating all the haters, I did it, and I'm here, and I survived. Mm. And now I'm in this place With only the people that believe in me too.
0: Yes.
1: And that's what I have today. the
0: power. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have done a lot of business ventures over the years. I've started similarly, like you started the podcast before, like everyone had a podcast. So you got your foot in early and established and that's, that's awesome. I did that with Facebook groups. So I was making Facebook groups and doing programs and stuff within those long before everyone was making Facebook groups. And so i had a few of those where we charged and had you know other coaches nutrition stuff and blah 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 and they they went well a lot of people you know i got some hate for it but then people come do the programs they would get value and it you know it stopped eventually um but i got burned so many times that i just kind of stopped and i think it wasn't the failure and the hitting the rocks that hurt me it was landing at the bottom and being like, I don't think I can do this again. (laughs) And and the funny thing is I'm positioned now beautifully, (laughs) like beautifully. I have eight years of coaching experience. I have two books. I have a successful podcast. And yet I sit here like, uh. What am I going to do with my life? It, because I'm scared of all the rocks I hit coming down.
1: Mm. And I'm like,
0: oh, I don't want to go out and find another cliff. I don't want to climb oh, back. I, that's what it is. I don't want to climb back up and, and jump again.
1: So good.
0: But I'm literally sitting on gold. Like mm-hmm. I could create a program. I could go speak. I, well, I could before you COVID. Could.
1: You, not now. <laughs>
0: I mean, all, everything is like right here. Like, just pick me up. You can give me a TV series, too, probably, because I'm dumb enough to do it. Um, but I, I think my f- – I, I don't know. What do you think my fear is? Is it lazy? You just said it. No, you just said it. It
1: was beautiful.
0: I don't want to You just the rocks said it. I don't want
1: to hit – I, I know what it's like to hit those rocks.
0: Yeah. I hate
1: it. it. I know what it feels like at the bottom where I'm like, I made it. Oh, God, I did it. But to climb back up again and do it all over again, oh man, am I prepared to hit <laughs> those rocks all over again? And, and so really, and I don't even know, here's the thing, here's the thing, the question you have to ask yourself is, am I quitting five minutes before the miracle? Because I might have already <laughs> hit all the rocks yeah. and all I got to do is put out the sign and Wait.
0: Well, and I think there's a part of me that has always been small. You know, I've been a big fish, small pond. I was in the sport of triathlon and big fish in the small pond of triathlon. And so there's a part of me that is scared of playing bigger because I don't know what that looks like. Because, you know, we can't tell the future. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We don't know what that feels like. Like, what does it feel like to have 4,000 people write hateful comments instead of four? What does it feel to have, you know, Ten thousand bad book reviews and one hundred twenty thousand great ones, but ten thousand people hate your guts. You know what does that feel like? And so, like for me, it's almost the scalability. Like right now, the the number of people that loathe me is relatively small. They're they're a fierce bunch, but they're small. Um, but it's like I know them. Like I know that I know where you live. And if like tons of people start hating me, and I don't know where they all live, and they could be at the grocery store, and <laughs> it's this whole conspiracy theory based in fear of being disliked which goes way back and feeds my addict ding 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 how's that coach <laughs> well um yeah yeah but i think, <laughs> like mm,
1: no because here's here's what i'm thinking i'm thinking that you haven't decided what it is you want to double down on because you've got too much stuff yeah here i am i'm like uh Mm -hmm. don't want to focus on the book don't want to focus on coaching do i want to focus on like as soon as i commit because here's the thing it's more of like i have all this stuff what am i going to commit to yeah am i going to commit to the coaching am i going to commit to creating an online course am i going to commit so it's just about pick one
0: yeah this was always my problem i had a yard sale you oh,
1: Yeah. And do it, that's, it again. Yeah. you know, and I've had to do that. Uh, they're all, you know, they're always talking about niche down, niche down, niche down. Yeah. Also uh, niche down on your offerings. So I have all this stuff. What does that give you? A book and a podcast and, you know, courses gives you credibility. So pick the one thing that you love doing. So for example, for me, it was coaching. Yeah, And the more I coach, the better I get, the better I get, the better I feel and more opportunities present themselves. Yeah. So if I just decide, okay, so for right now, here's what I'm going to do. I've got all this stuff, but here, this thing right here, this is what I'm going to focus. I'm going to promote this. I'm going to focus on getting better at this. I'm going to focus on growing this and I'm going to allow the universe to guide me on this. And I'm going to give myself X amount of time to just go into this. And if in this amount of time, you know, I recognize it's not working, then I'm going to pivot. Yeah. What is it You're that you want this, though, to do?
0: Okay. So here, you know, this podcast is supposed to be about you. We already did. Okay. I'm going to give myself like three more minutes and then we're going to talk more about you. All right. um, okay. So I want to be a writer. I want to write books, I want to write right, hundreds of books. I love writing. I love being an author. I take great it, it It makes me so happy to know that someone could pick up my book and it might help them and I will never know who they are. Like, I love that. I love that universe feeling because it feels so because I've, I've picked up books that have changed my life and I've never even told the author, which I do now. I try to find them and send them a note. Um so that's that but the thing the caveat to that is th- there's another person determining your worth there's a publisher <laughs> who decide and I'm like hello I'm ready to write another book and, and I'm like <laughs> and they won't respond you know so I'm like you're kind of in my way I'm ready to write another book so there's that um but I think my superpower is is in Communication and one on one, like my coaching clients, it, it's gold. We have, we're, it's gold. Um, but I also like just communicating. I like doing it all, Omar. That's the problem. Um, but, summary coaching. Coaching is where I'm going to put my focus. I'm, I'm joining a company next year um, to coach with them. They have a very diversity centric focus. I'm super stoked about it. Um, so, there's that. But, know, if I could do anything, I would just write books all
1: day long. Okay, all right.
0: So, <laughs> you're like the, you're complicated.
1: <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Because here's the thing: there's the things, like I said, like I'm passionate about certain things. I'm passionate about writing. I'm, I, I would love to write books all day, right? um And I and I would love to do my podcast. You know, which is what I do. I focus on you know you know, putting out great content and, you know, having great guests and having great interviews. Right. But what has that done for me? What has that yielded for me? Right. And so I go, "Uh, the podcast itself wasn't yielding the financial returns that I needed. So I need to leverage Mm -hmm. that with a way of making a living. Right. So coaching is going to have to be As far as financial, it's something I'm really good at. And it's something that I could, you know, potentially make good money with. So even though I love the podcast and creating content and providing value, I know where the bread and butter is going to come from. Yeah. So here's what I would challenge you to do just create an ad, an audio ad that promotes your coaching. And put it at the beginning of every one of your episodes and see what the universe delivers based on your faith. Because if I say that I'm a coach and I believe that it's true, then I'm going to put an ad out there. I'm going to put up my, my shingles. I'm going to hang my shingles up. right? And the best way for me to do it is on my podcast where people are listening to me. Yeah. And then just see what that's what I did.
0: And and let's see what happens.
1: I didn't go and do I didn't pay for Facebook ads. I didn't start doing videos talking about, you know, like all you know, nothing, nothing. Yeah.
0: I mean, anytime I post on Instagram like, hey, I've got two slots open, I fill them in like 12 minutes. It's not I, I don't really need more clients you know what i mean because i coach them so one-on-one and so intensively i don't know that i don't i don't know um it's it's that's another
1: that's another thing too the idea of do i have enough time to handle all the clients
0: and so then that's when i'm like well i need a course then i could you know everyone could get the program i'm it's not hands-on and so it's like so then this is the cycle like that I get whirling in. And Mm -hmm. so then I like do everything half (laughs) ass because I'm trying to like, okay, well, uh, but I, I totally, I totally hear you. And I think, um, part of the freedom that's going to come for me is, is going to work full time as a coach with a company. Like to me, Mm -hmm. that's going That's going to help me because, okay, there's the financial thing. Now I can do the side hustle with mm-hmm. my speaking and the podcast and I'm free to do it. Cause I'm not like trying to make a living at that. And it's so funny cause then I'm back to doing side hustle blah, in a different way. But um, it, yeah, th- this is helpful. And I know just from the clients I have, cause I do career coaching too. That what you've said is going to be super helpful because I kind of directed you into some, <laughs> some corners that they're in that I thought. Yeah, and no, I'm gonna yeah. I'm ready
1: to throw another bomb on you real fast. Yeah. because I've taken when, up my
0: time with my story though. But but go ahead. No, this is the,
1: <laughs> this is this is what I love to do. Right. So now you <laughs> you put me in my you put me in the driver's seat. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The thing I do the best. And so I go. Okay. Great. So now my my biggest fear is filling up my Calendar. Like mm-hmm. if I put it out there, I'm pretty sure it's gonna fill up. Oh my god, what am I gonna do with all these clients? Right? Right. So here's the next step. When that happens, your coach, what's the next next logical step when I have too many clients?
0: To hire someone. I'm a terrible manager. <laughs> no? When you have next too many guest, clients. Please. Uh, i don't know to coach them all and not sleep that's what i would do
1: (laughs) next guest please
0: learn to say no (laughs) (laughs) am i failing did i fail your coaching school
1: (laughs) you raise your prices
0: oh yes yes i know and i yes and i have and then and then you oh my god you charge that much Yes. oh i love hearing that
1: that's when i know i'm charging enough
0: Oh, it's not in my budget right now. Okay, fine. You asked me. <laughs> like, yeah. I have, I have great guilt around that though. I have very much I have shame around it. Even though like each client I probably spend 12 to 15 hours a month with. Run that down hourly, people. <laughs> I'm working for minimum wage if I don't Yeah, tra- no, you know. no, 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 yeah. no. I'm yeah. working
1: I'm working an hour a week with my client, so that's four hours a month. Okay. And I do client notes for them, which takes me roughly about an hour. Let's just say, Mm -hmm. let's just, just average it out. Okay. So, about I spend two hours per client, okay, based on our coaching call. And sometimes we'll go over, you know what I mean, depending on, you know, whatever. But bottom line is, let's just say that I'm spending about two hours on average per client. So that's eight hours a month on a client, right? Yeah. And I charge I charge them $200 an hour, which roughly boils down to $100 an hour when it comes to the time I work with them and then the time that I spend afterwards processing, which is really where I get most of, like once I'm processing the notes, mm-hmm things start to come to me and I'm like, mm. right. And then I'll send them the notes. and I'm like, Oh dude, that's it. Right. And so there is this kind of like special formula yeah. that I have that works just for me. But when I was charging a hundred bucks an hour and my calendar filled up and I went to my coach and I said, dude, I don't know if I can handle this. He goes easy, double your prices. You'll be fine. I double my prices and not only did not only did the the, the workflow slow down but there's a difference between $100 an hour, an hour clients and $200 an hour clients which means there's going to be a difference between $300 clients an hour clients and $200 clients it's it really it's it's really perception Meredith, all of this, yeah. this whole yeah. conversation we're having is based on perception. When somebody charges $50 an hour and somebody charges 250 an hour, you immediately think, oh my God, they must be, you know, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Okay. So when there is, or somebody that charges $500 an hour, oh my God, what are you, an attorney? Yeah, you know, so, <laughs> it
0: was <laughs> okay. Like why so, I have guilt about my billable hour now versus eh, what it was like I don't right. know. Right. <laughs> it's all
1: really it's yeah. all perception. What is the value, my perceived value? And this is the conversation that really that's what coaching is so beneficial because a coach helps you kind of process all this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that at this point your brain is like a little pinball just going boing, 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 boing. boing. It will land eventually. It's processing all this new information combined with, I already knew this information. (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) Right. It's like, Uh, (laughs) ah, ah." (laughs) (laughs) right. Right. Eventually, it's going to land and you're going to have an opportunity to process. And that's what coaching does. It just, all this information gets thrown at me. I get to look at things from a different perspective and from a different lens. And then when it lands, I get to go, okay, I got all this information here. Let me move it around. Okay, let me put this here and this here and then this over here and this. I don't need this for right now. Huh. This looks, we're going in this direction. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's really how it works
0: right and that's what i would tell my clients but i'm over here with my you know whiteboard with lots of funky math equations on it making it complicated um yeah you're on when to something you,
1: when you finally decide <laughs> that you've that you've overcomplicated your life and you're your own obstacle yeah oh for then sure then it's like Pick a lane and get on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I I mean, I know all this. I I know. I know you do. I know. I just, I don't want to. I want (laughs) to. I want to lay at the bottom of the rocks and be like, it's too hard. I I have toiled too long.
1: (laughs) Oh, I will not
0: decide. Yes. (laughs) Um, The six year old. I don't want to oh but it is it's my brat it's my inner brat she's she's loud she's loud and um yeah you're totally right i mean i know that but it, it helps for you know to be smacked on the talk- side of the head with it <laughs> and i know what? this is going to be helpful for everyone listening like it sounds like this <laughs> oh another podcast of meredith getting her life deconstructed but this <gasps> is the struggle like what I speak of is what my clients struggle with. I mean, obviously, cause I'm their coach, you know, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it is that whole, well, what do I know what to do? We, we, we know, but why are we not doing it?
1: Why are we and not? And that's another cool thing about, that's another wonderful thing about coaching and being coached is that your coach doesn't have to know everything and be doing everything. Because chances are, they're not doing the things that they're suggesting their clients do. It's, that's not how it's supposed to work. What's supposed to work is you have someone that can see things in you that you can't see in yourself. Right. Okay? They can get you to, they can get, they can help you get out of your own way. It's, you know, they need, we need our own coach. Yep. That's just it's part of the whole global dynamic. And that's all part of it, right? It doesn't mean that you can't coach someone with the same exact information that I'm giving you, deliver it strong, <laughs> knowing the whole time. Yeah, I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Right. I mean, I have a I have a Zoom call on Wednesday mornings with three of my clients and it started out as a support group and we ended up just like really liking each other. So we do it every Wednesday and I was telling one of them this morning, like, yeah, you need to do this and you need to do this. And I was like, but I'm not going to do it. And they're like, well, we're going to put you on a group text and you are. And I'm like, I don't wait a minute. I just got no, but no, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, but it's true. It's good for me. Right. You know, We, we know. It's good. it's good, but you're right. You're right. It's about seeing where your sticking point is in some, or, or seeing what the sticking point is in someone else and helping them get through it.
1: I tell this to people all the time because everyone can be a coach and you know, there's three skill sets that will help you in every aspect of your life. So number one is holding space. So when you hold space for someone else, you, you, and, and the reason why I'm, I'm saying holding space is because it's sacred, Somebody comes to you, I don't care what, for whatever reason, when someone comes to you and says, I need help, you create this very safe, sacred space for them. So I call it holding space for this person. And you intently listen. And while you're listening, what's going to happen is your intuition is going to be engaged. You're going to naturally, automatically launch your intuitive guidance system. We all know this. Somebody's talking and, you know, you're like all of a sudden, boom, suggestion, (coughs) advice, suggestion, this count, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, wow, thank you for that amazing advice. And you're like, wow, where did that come from? (laughs) We all have this instinctive, intuitive guidance system. When you hold space for someone else, right, you will access it. You will launch it. So you pay attention to it. And then all you do, all you have to do is just ask this person, whoever you're holding space for, open-ended questions, probing questions, powerful questions that allow them to expand. So how is it that you came to that conclusion? Or for what reason do you believe that? Or for what reason do you think you took that action? And there is this just intuitiveness that we all have that we access and it doesn't mean that for whatever reason, we can hold space for ourselves, launch the intuitive guidance system for ourselves, right? And ask ourselves those very important mm. open-ended questions. It just, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just human nature. That's how it was designed. Because if we, I guess if we could figure shit out on our own, we wouldn't <sighs> need anybody. And then we just end up alone. Yeah. Okay. Because I got, I have all the answers. <laughs> Right, right. I just know that that's how it works. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that I pride myself in so I started a master's program in psychology last fall and I quit. I quit after like eight weeks because I was like, I don't want to be constrained by being a psychologist because then I can't tell people what I really think. I'm going to be bound by ethics. And I already did this once with the legal profession and I don't want (laughs) to. You can tell I have a theme. It's called I Don't Want It. I don't want to make me. Mm-hmm. But what I realized in my value as a coach is I'm very willing to do everything you just said. And then I am willing to call you on your bullshit. Yes. Like, so hard, so fast. And like people don't like that. And I, I mean, I don't like it when people do it to me, but I do know that it has been the best thing that's ever happened to me is when those few people in my life have called me on my bullshit. And so I do that with my clients and, that is a strange and powerful gift to, to give someone that's willing to accept it. And to also know that I'm not always right, but it's just like what I can see. Be Like, I'm, I'm smelling bullshit. How about you? And usually they're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm smelling it too. And it's coming out of my own butt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. There it is. I thought we smelled it, you know? So, And, and it's having that sense of humor too. But holding space hearing them and then being like, you're so full of it. You're so full of it. And you know it. And that's why you want, you came to me. (laughs) So what are we going to do about it?
1: (laughs) It's the intuitive guidance system that that's there. You you know, you can, you can choose to ignore it if you want to, but it's there for you to access so that you can help others.
0: Well, I want to be respectful of your time. Do you need to go?
1: Sorry. Oh my God. Okay. We're good. I think (laughs) most people have gotten to know me. (laughs) And this is and listen, listen, the most important aspect of all this is I wonder if Oak can coach. Yeah, I think he can. I
0: think I sold you a few coaching programs today. There you go. Like, oh my God, he coached that hot mess.
1: We're golden. (laughs) We're ready.
0: Uh, I don't ascribe to that term anymore, by the way. I have rejected that label. Which is hot mess. I reject that. Reject it. Rejected. I'm a New Yorker. Delete. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a New Yorker. That's right. Well, Omar, thank you so much. Tell everyone where they can find you and especially the podcast for because I do have a large recovery audience, too. So shoot. Where, sure. Where absolutely. Are you?
1: Uh, the The best way to find me is two different websites. One is omarpinto.com. Right? So you can learn more about my coaching. Um, and you can also go to the sharepodcast.com spelled sh- share spelled S H A I R. And there is the podcast. There's the recovery community, and there's a bunch of free recovery resources for you to take advantage of
0: and well, you can connect good. with me there. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. This was awesome.
1: It was awesome. And lots of fun. Thank you, Meredith. You thank are you. an amazing woman.
0: Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Same 24 Hours. Remember to rate, review, and share this podcast. It really matters. I appreciate it. See you next time.